This episode of Sound Detectives is presented by Half Price Books. In fact, that's exactly where I am right now. I devoured my last book, and so I'm ready for a new one. This time I think I'm in the mood for something with a bit of adventure. Let's see, science fiction, graphic novels, historical fiction... At Half Price Books, there are so many different stories to choose from. There's an endless world to explore within the store itself, from music to movies, comics, games, even toys, and, of course, books. Because a good book can take you anywhere you want to go. (laughs) Ha ha! Thanks to Half Price Books, I think I found the perfect story. Stay tuned. His sings are missing. This calls for a certain team to solve this mystery. Sound detectives. Hunch knows the ropes got to start on the street. Sound detectives. I'm Audie the ear here with heart and feet. Sound detectives. A detective duet who are ready to get the world back on track. The world back in soundtrack. The bar is counting on us two to return every splash, every crash, and doodle do. Every splat, every zap, every chomp, every chew. Every ring, every ding, every mew, every whew. What's that sound? Detectives. We begin with our top story today of the elusive sound swindler and the mysterious missing sounds. Dozens of these sounds have been returned by the world-famous Detective Hunch, but does he have the drive and the smarts to catch the sound swindler, or will someone else beat Hunch to the punch? Will someone beat Hunch to the punch? Come on, Audie, grab a pen. We've got a letter to write. Okay. Dear sound swindler, Your dastardly deeds have not gone unnoticed. Your foolish filching has been clocked. Your terrible thievery is under investigation. And your selfish stealing will be stopped by this time tomorrow. Sincerely, Detective Hunch and Audie the Ear. Audie, are you getting this down? And Audie the Ear. Yep, my handwriting isn't the best, but I think I've got it all written down here. Detective, uh, uh, where are we sending this letter? Is the idea that the sound swindler gets it and just turns themselves in? Uh, if criminals turn themselves in, I'd be out of a job, Adi. I want the sound swindler to know that we're on their tail. It's called an open letter, and we're going to need to post it on every lamppost from here to Mississippi. Or I could post it here on the internet. But I'm going to take out by this time tomorrow, just in case we don't make that deadline. There ain't... It's up. Up? Up where? You didn't even stand up, you goofball. Oh, uh, it's on my social media. Look, (laughs) already got a thousand likes. Oh, yes. Taylor Swift just shared it with her 10 billion followers. Enough about Taylor Swift, Audie. It is we who must move swiftly. The sound swindler is still at large. And if we solve this case, we'll be remembered forever. And I need another feather in my cap. Yes, I won most mysterious dames helped a couple times at the Sleuth Summits. And yes, I was awarded the prize of Clue King at the Private Eye Parade. And I won Nosiest Child at my family reunion. 
but no one remembers any of that anymore. It's like when I was a kid and I brought home a B on my math test. My parents never remembered that I got an A last week. It's all about what happened today. And today, we need to focus on unmasking the sound swindler. But LeVar said not to. The most important thing right now is returning these sounds before the world goes silent. There's so many new sounds to discover, and some of us, like me, are just getting started. Oh, someday I hope to listen to the bells of Notre Dame Cathedral in Paris, or the winds of the Sahara Desert. Besides, LeVar is relying on us. He's such a wonderful man who's given me a chance to help on this truly important mission. We should get these sounds back where they belong, don't you think? Uh, there's no harm in returning the sounds and winning the glory. Play the voicemail. Let's capture this swindler. New message from LeVar Burton. Good morning, detectives. I was awakened by the familiar thud of the newspaper hitting my front door. And who did I see plastered across the front page of said newspaper? Well, if it wasn't the world-renowned Detective Hunch and his scrappy sidekick, Audie the Ear. You two have been making quite the splash recently. Better you than that no-good sound swindler. <laughs> that swindler is just a crook with a catchy name. But you two, you're a man on a mission. An ear on an epic... Uh, well, you get the point. But don't let all this flattery go to your head. That's just the sort of thing that can derail an investigation. Stay sharp. Razor sharp. I need you at your best, especially when it comes to identifying this next sound. Get to it, detectives. Show that sound swindler who's boss. If it wasn't already clear, I'm the boss in this situation. Okay. Boss out. Ooh, boss out, drone in. Ooh, here comes the next mystery sound. So cool. Sure, it's kind of cool, but you know what's cooler than a drone, Audie? getting recognized for nabbing the swindler. We made the front page of a local paper for returning a couple sounds. Just imagine how famous we could be if we caught that slippery sound swindler. I don't know, Hunch. I don't need to be famous. I just love doing this for LeVar and the Museum of Sound and humanity as a whole. Plus, I love seeing the cool new ways LeVar sends us the mystery sounds. A drone? Come on. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Okay, so it's carrying a piece of luggage with the sound. Um, uh, uh, you're, um, taller than me, Hunch. Would you mind grabbing the luggage from the drone? <sighs> Fine. Here, Audie. Open her up. Let's hear that sound. Unzipping. Ooh, that's a small special sound. It's very crispy, very crunchy. Yeah, very crispy, very crunchy. I like how it repeats, mm. and it sounds... You know, little. Like a, like a little sound that at first you might not notice is gone, but once it's gone, you really miss it. Sometimes it's the little things, right, Hunch? Hmm, the little things. Well, it, it reminds me of when I was a child, Audie. Oh. The sound. I, I always used to spend a lot of time alone uh, in the woods. Oh, okay. I used to flip a lot of rocks. I was a big rock flipping kid. That sounds fun. Yeah, yeah. I'd flip rocks and I'd look for little bugs under there, look for huh. little little salamanders, little lizards. Sure. And every now and then I would see a little salamander under there. Cute. And he'd say hello. And I'd say hello. Hunch, would he really say hello? And in my head he'd say hello and okay. then I'd set the rock back down and I'd say, Have a good day, sir, and I'd keep exploring. 
Yeah, I loved looking for lizards, Adi. See, I was a little bit of a herpetologist. And when you're looking for lizards, it's called herping. It's a little bit of a herper. Flipping rocks, finding all kinds of things. Toads, salamanders, newts, lizards, tortoises, turtles. I was such a herper. Punch? Yes? I love when you tell me a story, mm-hmm. but um, I think we got a little away from the sound, don't you think? Oh, fair enough. Fair enough, Adi. All of this to say is that it sounds like something being smashed, and the thing being smashed might be leaves. Oh, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I can see where you're going. I feel like let's listen to the sound again. Okay, leaves aren't a bad place to start, Hunch. It, something's definitely getting crunched or munched or hunched. <laughs> mm, well, the point is, it reminded me of my days spent exploring the woods in okay. my backyard. All right, so where, where are we headed, Hunch? To New England. Ooh, beautiful. This time of year, what do you think I need? Uh, oh, you're going to need a little sweater. A jaunty scarf? Oh, something jaunty for sure, a jaunty scarf. Are we dipping down low enough that I'm going to need gloves? You know, maybe maybe a little hand warmer. It's oh. going to be chilly. Not cold, but chilly. Crisp? The crisp. I love that. That's going to feel so nice. Are we going there in our imaginations, or are we uh, getting in a manila? No, we're getting in a airplane, honey. Oh, we're no, getting in not an airplane. another airplane. What if my ears hurt again? Hottie, grab a piece of bubble gum. You'll be totally fine. Oh, you're right. I'll pack prepared. Gloves, scarf, sweater, gum. Here we go. Let's go. Really is beautiful, Hunch. Let me tell you, Adi, this is the perfect, crisp, cool fall day in New England. Adi, you feel that breeze? Oh, this is pretty lovely, Hunch. Yeah, I love the feel of the wind through my lobe. Oh, listen to the way that the leaves sound. They're, like, dancing on the limbs. Mm -hmm. That's because it's very dry out. There hasn't been any rain or anything recently, so the leaves have had a chance to get really crispy and light. As we walk... We are making a little crunch crunch. Oh, do you hear a little bit of crunch? I hear a little bit of crunch crunch. Ooh, I love all the colors. Ooh, brown leaves, uh-huh. red leaves, yeah. golden leaves, golden. orange leaves. Orange leaves. <gasps> do you think different leaves make different sounds? Adi, please. I don't know. There might be something to it. This big brown leaf makes more of a ratatata, whereas this little yellow leaf makes more of a hunch. And this orange leaf that's so teeny tiny makes just a little Adi, please, let's be serious. Let's focus I'm up so here. I'm so serious. I'm talking about sounds. That's what we're doing. Adi, we can't go drifting off on whimsical little adventures. Are you talking about me or are you talking about you? If we're going to win an award, oh. we better solve this case. But, Hunch, you know, it's not about winning awards. It's about returning the sounds so the world doesn't go silent. Hmm. Let me see. <gasps> Achoo! Oh, Gazunite. Oh, Achoo! Gazunite. Oh, Adi, my goodness. I must have some allergies. We are getting a lot of dust up in the air as we crunch and crunch. Sorry about that, Hunch. Little seasonal allergies, that could be really annoying. Adi, I can't get seasonal allergies now. I can't be missing any senses. We need to solve this case. A detective without their senses is just a potato. That's rule number 328. Right. I don't know what Solval has against potatoes, but he sure doesn't like them. He hates potatoes. He hates potatoes. Look. All right, let me just try one more thing, Hunch. I gotta see... If it makes a different sound, if I, a three-foot, five-inch ear, runs and jumps into this pile of leaves. Here I go. Uh, uh. Oh, Kazunite, sorry. That was a much different crunch. More like a whoosh. I'm not sure this is the sound at all. Although it was a good place to start, I think we should listen again. Unzipping. Okay. 
Still unzipping? It's a pretty big zipper. Yep. See how it sounds small and almost a little bit wet? And as we said, it hasn't rained in these woods for a few days. All these leaves are so crisp. But there's a little bit of moisture to this, and the repetitiveness of it makes me feel like someone's having a snack. Mm. This isn't a crunch. It's a munch. Oh, right. It's, it's very chewy. It's a, a much more of a chewing sound, maybe. Honey. Like something smaller than you, maybe some, smaller than me, is having a snack. Some kind of an animal for sure, Adi. Mm, not a lizard. No. Because bugs are too squishy. Right. Mm. Not a caterpillar, unless we were putting speakers up to a very small sound. Oh, you're right about that, Adi. And no teeth. It's definitely something with teeth. Right. Maybe a mammal. Small mammal. Adi, I'll never forget my time at a beautiful ranch Uh-oh. in Mexico. Where are we going with this, boss? The Mariposa Ranch. Oh, butterflies. It was absolutely filled with animals. Oh, Adi, you would love it. I would love it. Oh, I'd love to meet so many animals. And you know what? They might even have a rabbit there. Could we go? I used to spend hours a no, day. No, no, no. Stop thinking. Could we go? Reclining in a no, chair. No, stop recalling. Could we go? Painting these animals in beautiful nope, oils. Stop painting your memory I'm of sorry. your memory. Let's go. Oh, yes, absolutely, Adi. Let's go. All right. I got plenty of gum. Adi, I'm trying to blow a bubble. It's not going to be big enough to carry both of us, Adi. Well, I'm just trying to blow up for fun. We have to take a plane, Adi. Yeah, I understand. You're starting to float, Adi. Oh, look at that. I am. <laughs> it's getting dangerous, Adi. Oh, yeah. Pop the bubble. Oh, yeah, get a little too high. Adi, pop the bubble. Okay, okay. Oh, thank you. Phew. We'll be right back. Welcome back to our adventure with Half Price Books. Today, I'm reading a story that takes place somewhere you can't find on a map. Ooh, sorry. Excuse me. The roads are so crowded with vendors. You know, it must be market day here. You hear that? Fanfare. Something exciting must be about to happen. Maybe it has something to do with that night that just went by. Where am I? (laughs) Is that a castle? (laughs) Whoa. Okay, I love being in the thick of things, but I'd better head on out of here before I end up being in the middle of a jousting tournament. At Half Price Books, stories can take you anywhere you want to go. Now, let's get back to the episode. And we're back. Oh, this is so beautiful. Oh, I love seeing it in person, not just listening to you describe it. Oh, it's so filled with Ah. so many wonderful sounds. Oh, there's so many sounds I can hardly tell them apart. The Mariposa Ranch. Adi, have you seen any of these animals before? No, no, no. Oh, look at this floppy friend. Oh, he's got a fun tail. He's furry. Uh He's making a ha, ha, ha. His ears are flopped to the side. He's got a wet little nose. Yes, Adi, that's a basset hound. Oh, a basset hound. Look Uh at you, you good, good dog. He's a good, good dog. Oh, and look at this. Like a tiny dinosaur kind of walking and moving its head forward, making a more of a sound. Oh, oh, look at it. Eat those little worms from the ground with that sharp, sharp beak. Adi, that's a rooster. A rooster. Oh, my God. 
show my stars two animals in one day? Oh, oh look at this fluffy papa. Oh, such a fluffy papa. It's wearing a big old sweater like it's ready for a cold day in oh, New England. Oh, but it's not cold at all, is it? Well, that's a sheep, buddy. Oh, Baba, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stop everything. Okay. This is my favorite one. Oh. I need to live here and be with this one forever. This squiggly wiggly. Oh, with his squiggly wiggly tail. You're talking about? Oh, and its little ears that are triangles that flop over just at the top. Oh, and it's got such a cute little snout as it's going through the mud. I'd go through the mud with you, you pink little cutie. Audie, you don't have time to go through the mud with that pig. It's just, it's just a pig. Audie. I love this pig. Wait. I think we got it. Our new spectacular trio, Hunch, Audie the Ear, and this pig, Returning Sounds. Audie. Wherever I go, this pig goes. Audie, you cannot take that pig. Oh. We need to focus. Rule number 94. Don't take a pig. Don't take a pig. Rule number 94. 94. Solve all he thinks of it all. Why would he know I wanted this pig? Oh, every young detective wants a pig at some point in their career. But it's a huge mistake. I know. You're right. We need to be nimble, and I need to let this pig do whatever it wants to do in this mud. Goodbye, sweet pig. I'll think of you always. Ha-choo! Oh, gesundheit. Oh, my goodness. The trees out here are completely different, but I'm somehow still allergic. Well, there's a lot of animal dander, I assume. Dander? Uh, And it's hard to tell where the dander could be coming from. It's hard to tell where the sounds could be coming from. This is a little overwhelming. Uh, Let me see. I I hope we're on the right track. Uh, you know, it's not all about the awards and glory. You That's know. what I'm saying. But it has been a while since I've solved a case as big as this case. Uh-huh. And I'd like to solve it. You know, the feeling of being on stage and handed one of those no, trophies. No, please don't is do this again. Absolutely euphoric. No, don't Adi, take me away into I, your brain. I'll never forget the first case I solved, Adi. Oh. Please, Hunch. In fact, in fact, it was another case about an animal. Oh, okay. Not a living animal. Though. Okay. It was a stuffed animal. Well, that's important, too. See, uh, there was a kid in my neighborhood. Yeah, little Brody Thunderguns. Uh-huh. And, and he was missing all of his stuffed animals. They had been mysteriously disappearing. That's terrible. And it turns out that a local dog had taken the stuffed animals and buried them in the ground. Oh, yeah. Dogs do like stuffies, too. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good solving. Mm, sort of like what we should be doing now, Hunch. Mm. Less remembering. And, you know, as a result, after that case, I won my first award oh. as a young detective. I got a little trench coat and a little hat. That's cute. Oh, Adi, I'll never forget how good it felt to have all my peers looking up at me with their tired detective eyes... Heavy bags under a detective's eyes. Sure, a lot of weight. And they were looking up me, and they were so happy for me, and they were applauding, but you could tell they were a little bit jealous. And it felt so good, Hottie, to be surrounded by people who you loved and who you worked with, and knowing that they wanted what you got. And the feeling of success, Hottie, is is so important to the uh, to the human experience. You'll learn that when you get an award. Well, you know, that sounds pretty exciting, Hunch. When you put it like that, I do understand why you want to win an award. I mean, that feeling sounds like when your favorite song comes on at the supermarket. Oh. You know, there you are, knocking on watermelons, and then, oh, Taylor's version? Taylor's version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, something off of Red, but Taylor's version? Something Taylor, Taylor, Taylor. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. She's the one who shared my post on social media, and now oh. billions of people are helping us find the swindler. I love Taylor. I love the song that goes, ha, ba, ba, da, 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 da. Oh, yeah, I like that one, too. It's a great song. Oh, she's got so many good ones. Oh, speaking, Adi, of produce. Uh-huh. At the supermarket. 
Uh-huh. I think it's about time for a little snack. I could use a little bite, to be honest. Well, I don't know if you noticed the garden over here. Oh, it's so beautiful. Mm. Oh, look at that. Rows and rows of beautifully planted vegetables. And, ooh, look at these ripe, ripe strawberries. Oh, yeah, they're ripe for the plucking. If you want a strawberry, you can have a strawberry. The cowhand told us we could have as much fruit as we wanted. Oh, that's so generous. Yeah, and he's not just in charge of the cows. He's in charge of everything around here. Oh, wow, that's so nice to know that we're allowed to take these. Oh, yeah, that looks so juicy and red. Oh, mind if I just... Mm, mm. Mm. Oh, this is so good. The sound of me eating the strawberry reminds me of my first fruit I ever got to try. I was two days old, learning about sounds for the museum, and LeVar brought me a kiwi. A chew. Oh, kazoo night. Uh, thank you. Do you want a bite? Uh, sure, why not? From your description, they sound very delicious. Oh, yeah. Oh, and the memories are flooding of the other fruits I've tried. Pineapple, mango, guava, apple, are all you, kinds of apple. Are you pulling my leg here? No, this is a delicious strawberry. It's got me going on a fruit train in my brain. Adi. Yeah? I don't taste anything at all. Oh, no. What are you talking about? These strawberries are bland. Oh, hunch. I gotta tell you, I think I have an ear fact coming. Ears can affect your sense of taste. What? Your ears can affect your sense of taste. Well, that's no good. Uh, true. If I don't have all of my senses, how am I going to solve this case? Oh, it could be something. Mm, I might have to tell you about it. Oh, we no. might have to go to a little bit of... Oh, waxing on ears, waxing on ears, waxing on ears. With me, out of the ear. That's right, I'm the host. Did a little improv at the end there. Well, was, I'm still finding it. Something jazzy at the end. Yeah, just, I'm making it my own. Mm. Now, it's true, you don't eat with your ears, unless you're me. But your ears do have something to do with how you taste your food. Hey, God. Yeah, that's right. There's a branch of nerves called the corda tympani that runs through the middle ear, connecting the taste buds on the front of your tongue to your brain. If something happens to your middle ear, like you have an inner ear infection or you have surgery on your ear, it can damage the nerves that connect to your tongue. I know, we're so beautifully connected. Nerves in your ear tell your brain how your taste buds are working? That's magic. (laughs) Nope, it's science. Oh. Uh, But don't worry, don't worry. It's not that easy to hurt your middle ear. It's not very common. Because a bump or a scratch, that's not going to affect your sense of taste. Oh, thank goodness. Yeah, our body is more connected than you think. You might think of those body parts as each only having one job, but the truth is, there's tons of connections beneath the surface. Oh, wow, so everything is connected. Everything is connected. But in your case, Hunch, I bet it's just your allergies and stuffy nose affecting your sense of taste. Why not blow your nose and take another bite? Don't mind if I do. Get it out. There you go. Dragon blow. Both nostrils. Clear out those sinuses. Good work. Okay, let me try it again. Oh, honey, it's delicious. I told you. It's a symphony. The cowhand was right. These fruits are delicious. We should hand it to him. Yeah, we should cowhand it to him. Oh, hunch. Oh, honey, stop. <gasps> oh, a floppity floopsie. What? A floopity floopsie. Honey, please. With two big ears what are you and, a, saying, and a cottony tail. Oh. Oh, oh. A rabbit. Is it? That's a rabbit. Oh, a rabbit. How exciting. Oh, I got to follow this rabbit. Hello, rabbit. Wait Hello. for me, Adi. Oh, sorry. Quietly, Adi. They're very timid. Sneak up. 
Okay. Listen to that rabbit having a snack. Oh, it's so cute. Oh, it's so good at biting that carrot. This is the most adorable thing I've seen in the last 40 seconds. Remember that pig? Yeah, I remember that pig. And Could this be the sound, Audie? It's, it's very crunchy. It's pretty close. It does have a munch munch. I think we should listen to the mystery sound again to compare. Mm. Oof, we're so close, Hunch, but I don't think we're quite there. Yeah. See how this sound? It's just going clear up and down, up and down. It doesn't have that swallowing part of the bunny yeah. eating the carrot. When the bunny eats, you can hear his little tongue and his little cheeks smack around while he eats, and I can't hear that in the sound. Right, and it does sound like it's indoors at a place where maybe you go up, down, up, down. What's this motion I'm making? Up, mm. down, like a flop or a slop. Or a chop. Right. They're, um, they chop wood over there with an axe. They chop logs to make firewood. Mm, yeah, let's listen to them chop that wood. No, no, that's way too big. No, it's too big. It's too strong. It's too outside. We need something that's smaller than an axe. <gasps> a smaller axe? Like a knife. Oh, yes. I think maybe the sound is a knife chopping, like in a kitchen. <gasps> a knife chopping. In a kitchen. It's, it's chopping. chopping. Wait for it. Oh, that smooth sax tells us we did it smooth, just smooth right. Sax, Audie. That's amazing. Now chefs will be able to hear that chopping sound in their kitchens. Ah, oh, finally. Phew, good job. One more berry for the road, and one more trip to see that pig. Audie, please, you cannot see the pig <laughs> just again. Just to see the pig. Okay, but don't touch it, Audie. Just two kisses. Okay, two kisses, Audie, and then we have to go. Beverly Beekman coming to you live with a special report. Another missing sound has been returned. And this time, it's the delightful chop, chop, chop of knives on a cutting board. I'm joined by someone affected by this missing sound, the writer, teacher, and cook, Samin Nosrat. I understand things got pretty dicey for you, Samin. Any words for the detectives who got this sound back? I just want to thank everybody for getting us the sounds of the kitchen back because it's frankly dangerous and scary to work without them. It's also just a lot harder to do my job if I can't hear what's going on. So it feels like a huge relief and a gift to have them back again. And why is the sound of chopping important? What does it tell you? When it comes to using my knife, sound is so important and tells me so much. It tells me how sharp my knife is. If things start to sound a little rough, I know that my knife isn't as sharp and might need to get honed or sharpened. So if your knife is really, really sharp, then the sound it'll make is almost no sound actually when it's going through the onion. And really what you'll hear is the sound of the knife hitting the board. And so it'll just sound like this. Tap, 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 tap. That's a great tip for all of us home cooks to know when our knives are getting a little dull. What are some of the other ways that you use your ears in the kitchen? When I'm in the kitchen, I sort of turn my ears on super mode <laughs> so that I can pay attention to help know if things are cooking, if the machines are working like they're supposed to. It's things like the water running when I'm washing the sink, uh, the sounds of the tines of the whisk hitting the bowl, and the cream getting thicker as it whips. My ears are an extra tool that help me have almost another person around so that I can use my eyes in one place and my hands in one place 
and my ears in yet another place to make sure that things are happening as they should. But what about when you're cooking in a restaurant kitchen like this with a bunch of other people? I'd imagine it can get pretty chaotic and loud. Can you hear everything you need to hear? You might be surprised, but in the some of the most fancy restaurants and some of the most professional kitchens, when they're running at full blast, like at dinner time, it's actually very, very, very quiet. And that's because everybody's very focused and doing their job really, really quietly and calmly. But earlier in the day, when everybody's getting ready, that's when all the sounds are happening. In one corner of the restaurant, the dishes are all being washed and the dishwasher is going. You know, and then there's the bussers and the servers. They're sorting all the silverware. And so there's the shuffle of all the silverware. You fill the sinks with water and you put huge, huge piles of lettuce in there to wash them. And so then you have to take them out and spin them in the salad spinner. And that makes a big whirring sound like, sure, sure. So all of these sounds all together make the sounds of the kitchen. And this is like, this is like a symphony and there's not even any music. And listen to that symphony. Thanks, Samin. This has been a special report for Major News. New message from LeVar Burton. Great job, detectives. As a self-proclaimed foodie, I am especially relieved that this sound has been returned. You're certainly on a roll. A delectable homemade cinnamon roll, but... Oh, sounds like mine are done right now. Now, detectives, if we don't manage to return all of the lost sounds soon, it'll be my head that's on the chopping block. I've sunk every last dollar I have into my museum of sound, and this sound swindler is really making a mess of things. Keep up the good work, and keep that bad news bandit at bay. There will be more to sink your teeth into shortly. Until then, get some rest. Sound good to you? Sounds great to me. Wow, I know what you're talking about, Hunch. Success really is a wonderful feeling. You know, it's the feeling of a job well done. Yeah, 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 that feeling is great, Adi. But what's even better is when someone else tells you you did a good job. Preferably in front of an audience with an award, statuette, or trophy or something. Well, if that's really how you feel, then let me be the ear who tells you you did a great job. Allow me to recognize you with this official award of Sound Well Returned. Oh my gosh, Adi, did you make this yourself? Yeah, I did. Are these popsicle sticks? Yep, put some foil, some glitter, and, and I put some googly eyes on it so it can look at you with that sense of validation you're really seeking. You know what, Adi? I'm going to put this on the fridge. Ha! Huh. And I hope you'll look at it every day and know that you did a great job. Ha-choo! Oh, Kazunite. You know, LeVar did say you should get some rest. I'm sure those allergies are wearing you down. Sure. I guess I can take a little nap while we wait for the next sound. All right, here, I'll tuck you in. And I'll take the recliner. I think I could use a little shut-eye myself. Shut-eye for an ear. Ooh, I wonder what the next sound is. Oh, no, I can't sleep when I think about what the next sound Audie, is. please. Oh, I know. I'll just imagine that pig jumping over a haystack. One pig, and then the pig walks back, Audie, and it's the same pig. don't count the pig out loud, Adi. The pig's jumping over again. Count the pig to yourself, Adi. I need to sleep. Okay. The pig jumps over again, and the pig jumps over again. 
Okay, that's actually a little relaxing. That's fine. You can keep it there. And the pig jumps over again. I'm counting jumps from the same pig. It's the same pig over and over. Yeah. One jump from the pig. Two jumps from the pig. This is going to be a great night. Three jumps from the pig. Oh, I miss that pig. Stay tuned after the credits. I've got another sound mystery that I'm hoping you can help me solve. Sound Detectives features the voices of Jessica McKenna, Vinnie Thomas, and yours truly, LeVar Burton. This episode also features Samin Nozrat. Our newscaster is voiced by Julia Smith, and we want to send a special thanks to Thomas Nettafee. This episode was written by Julia Smith, Joanna Sokolowski, and Isabel Redmond-Dolce, and produced by Julia Smith and Joanna Sokolowski. Additional dialogue is by Jess McKenna and Vinnie Thomas. Our story editing is by Josephine Martirana and John Delore, with additional story editing by Matt Powers. Our sound design, engineering, mixing, and additional original music is by Brendan Burns. With additional sound design by Tamika Weatherspoon. Our managing producer is Tamika Weatherspoon, and our associate producer is Talon Stradley. Original theme music by Adam Dybert and Jessica McKenna. And our artwork is by Aaron Nestor. Sound Detectives was created by Julia Smith and Joanna Sokolowski. Our executive producers are Josephine Martirana for Stitcher, LeVar Burton, Isabel Redmond-Dolce, and Sangeeta Patel for LeVar Burton Entertainment, and Julia Smith and Joanna Sokolowski. Hey there! Thanks to you and the Solve All Squad, we figured out the mystery sound from the last episode. Let's take one more listen. And you helped us identify that as the sound of pizza dough being rolled. You know, I bet Samin makes a mean pizza. But we can't eat pizza right now because it's time for the new mystery sound. Okay, let's hear that one more time. Sounds like something hard being smashed or crushed. I'm stumped, but I bet you can help us here. Need some help? Visit SoundDetectivesPodcast.com for a peek at Detective Solvall's handbook. We'll reveal the answer next episode, along with a brand new sound for you to solve. Sound good to you? Sounds great to me. This episode of Sound Detectives was presented by Half Price Books. You know, books always take me to unexpected places. I didn't expect to be in the company of kings and queens. Half Price Books understands the importance of helping kids discover their love of reading from an early age with stories and adventures that take kids to places they've never been before. Learn more and find your local Half Price Books at hpb.com. And thank you to Half Price Books for sponsoring this episode of Sound Detectives. Stitcher.